six, five, four, three. They can't snap it. They can't stop it. They can't win it. Alabama wins the ball game. Gary Thomas, linebacker, Alabama. He was a nightmare for people that had to try to prepare for him because he, he had unique skills. Just go get the quarterback. I felt sorry for some of those poor tackles that came in and go against him because they didn't realize what they were getting themselves into. Hey, Lights out. Sacking the cornerback is just like uh, like you like you devastate a city or you cream or you cream a multitude of people. I mean, it's just like like you put all the offensive players in one bag and I just take a baseball bat and beat on the bag. So each time he came over there, I tried to tear his damn head off. Let's play some football. Let's play some football. The pressure is on. This is Off the Edge on Tide 100.9. Focus on what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. Think about that. Don't think about how you feel, how tired you are, how hot it is. You got to push yourselves on the field when you're playing football. It's my honor to present the national championship trophy to Coach Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. To me, this is the ultimate team. All these guys bought into everything they needed to do to be the best players that they could be. There's more togetherness on this team than almost any team that we've ever had. And they had to overcome and persevere so much adversity through this season. And they've done it magnificently. And I'm so proud of this group for what they've been able to accomplish in going undefeated and winning the national championship. Screaming live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and the Tide 100.9 app. Here is your host of Off the Edge, Jacob Harrison. Hello there, good morning. Welcome into Off the Edge on Tide 100.9. Joe Gaither, Mason Woods, hanging out for the next hour, talking Alabama football and more. Man, man, how good did it feel? How good was it to hear our guy Gary Harris back on the air? Got to give a big shout-out to Gary, getting back in action. Had a great program. If you missed it, make sure you look it, look it up on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, on the Tide 109 app. Right there on the podcast center in the app store. Big thanks to Gary Harris, Rodney Orr, and Casey Smith running uh, running the program for the last two hours. I was with you uh, filling in for Off the Edge this morning, whipping Barry Sanderson, taking a little summer vacation early this morning, 7 to 9. I'll be there almost all week up to Friday. They're coming back on Friday. You know, it's funny. They're going to take the first four weeks, but they're coming back on Friday. they got to talk to their friend Sonny Smith, of course. Well, we had uh, Martin and Xavier Houston kicking off the day at 6 to 7 a.m. You can hear the Martin Houston show every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. When I finish here at noon, we're passing the baton off to Matt Coulter and Lars Anderson. They're going to be hosting the Jay Barker show. We've got, we got Ryan Fowler giving you the Crimson Kool-Aid from 2 until 6 o'clock this afternoon. Make sure you give him a call on the, Taco Costa, or on the Alabama Vintage Hotline. Oh, my goodness. 
mixing up all my sponsors over here, Gary. Uh, <laughs> mixing up my sponsors, Mason. On the Alabama Vintage Hotline, it'll be 205-342-9904 to talk to Ryan Fowler. We're 75 days away from Alabama kicking off against Utah State. When Ryan finishes up, we're going to have tied tonight. The interns, the children will have, will bring you six to seven, give you their, their takes and more from the weekend. And then we'll finish it up with our guy, Chuck Oliver, the king of college football. How would you like that to be your nickname, Mason? The king of college football. Uh, I think that's a pretty solid nickname. Uh, like I said, the Alabama Vintage Hotline is going to be open for business all hour long at 205-342-9904. I want to thank Charlie and the guys for sponsoring the program. Alabama Vintage, the number one place to get your vintage Alabama apparel. You want some T-shirts, you want a hat, you want a jacket, anything into that hard-to-find merchandise, you can go down to uh, Alabama Vintage on University Boulevard, that green awning, and Charlie will hook it up for you guys. Uh, things you're not going to find online, basically. That's going to be the place to, 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 to find it. So, uh, got a fun show, I hope, on tap. We're going to see kind of where the directions take us. But I want to start off Mason Woods talking about tackles. Big, big tackle class, the class of 2023. We heard from Rodney Orr in the, in, uh, during, during the Gary Harris show talking about this past weekend's visits that uh, all happened. And obviously, June is a huge, really, really happy, uh, really, really big recruiting month for the Crimson Tide, especially now that COVID-19 is pretty much behind us and everything's back to normal. Alabama opening up camps this, past, this, this summer, really getting the youth camps back in action uh, after the last two weeks, or after the last two years, not two weeks, Wow. <laughs> uh, the last two years of COVID-19 affecting uh, how much people can come visit the Tide and come visit Tuscaloosa. They're, they're full swing. And goodness gracious, Mason, the tackle class, the 2023 tackle class is absolutely loaded. Now, tonight at Northridge High School, you're going to have uh, you're going to have Wilkin Fornby making his commitment this evening. So we'll we'll talk about it here on Tide 100.9 at about 6.05, 6.10. Whenever he, whenever he um, makes his official decision, we'll have the, the children talking about uh, talking about Wilkin Formby, whether he's going to go to t- uh, Ole Miss or Alabama. I think that both, uh, both, um, both programs are, are heavily in play. And I'm sure that Wilkin probably knows where he's going to go as of, as of now because, you know, his, his decision's coming up in about seven or eight hours away. Um, so I'm sure he's got it all locked and loaded. But us as analysts and people who follow recruiting, I still think it's a 50-50 coin flip between Ole Miss and Alabama. Now, look through the 24-7 recruiting class. He Wilkin Formby ranked the number ten overall offensive tackle in the class. Four star recruit. He, he's ranked the tenth tenth uh, tenth tackle in the class. The eighty third overall national recruit. And if he's the tenth tackle, let me just tell you the tackle class is bleeping loaded. Because uh, Wilkin Formby, I've seen him play for two years now for the Northridge Jaguars. Road grader. Uh, for the Jaguars, really uh, keep, keeping guys open. Uh, is it Lierick Street? Lierick, Le- Le- uh, yeah, Lierick Street running run the football the last two years for um, for for the Jaguars. And this year, Wilkin Formby going to play for former Gordo Gordo Green Wave coach Ryan Lolly. They're going to probably. If you thought Northridge was physical the last two years, 
under Mike Vickery, and they were. They absolutely were. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. They absolutely were. They're going to raise that bar even even higher, and they're going to try to beat some teams up this year. I'm really looking forward to high school football in the area, uh, and Will Conformby. We'll see where he lands, but he, but he's been a road grading physical tackle for the last two years and two, four, seven sports rates him as the number 10 overall tackle in this class. Now where I'll do where I want to turn our focus to as a young man who was on campus this past week, Mason Woods, Samson Okanlola. First off, if your name is Samson and you're a football player, like automatic plus one star on your recruiting. Uh, Samson Okanlola listed at six foot five, three oh five. Now, if you go to his social medias, he's going to tell you he's six foot six. Uh, probably two ninety five is the latest update that he's he's given there. But he looks like, oh my gosh, he looks like a daggum man. He looks like the Incredible Hulk already. Um, and and he's rated the third overall tackle. You all know Caden Proctor. Caden Proctor, the second overall tackle in the class, narrowing his list, uh, narrowing his choices down to two over the weekend and setting his commitment date. Mason, we'll find out what, when that commitment date was. He set that in, in the article that Kim Kim Rankin um, that Kim Rankin wrote. You can find it on Tide109.com. And on the Tide 109 app, Caden Proctor, six foot seven, three hundred thirty pound lineman from South uh, from Southeast Polk High School, right in Des Moines, Iowa. So literally in the backyard of the Iowa Hawkeyes, and we know Iowa as a major, major, um, major, major tackle and offensive line, basically school. The, the Iowa Hawkeyes always putting out big time tackles. I remember my guy James Daniels, Brandon Scherf. Um, several big-time t- uh, offensive linemen coming out of the University of Iowa. So Caden Proctor has has narrowed his list down to Iowa and Alabama, just recently coming off an official visit uh, to, to the Crimson Tide last week. Uh, not No, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he was with the Tide. Caden Proctor was here uh, June 10th, uh, June 10th with... Uh, Arch Manning and several other, oh, Elias Lennon, several other uh, big-time players coming on June 10th weekend. Now, this tackle class, I, I cannot get over it. Francis Moigoa, we've heard about him on, uh, we've heard about him from Rodney Orr, we've heard about him from, uh, from, from Andrew Bone, we've heard about him from Hank South. All the big time recruiting guys that come on and jump on and join the show are big time on Francis Moigoa, IMG Academy product, and we all know Alabama has had a lot of success getting guys out of IMG the last handful of years. Um, Tyler Booker stands to, stands to, has come up pretty much the most recent name. Uh, so, so Alabama, after last year's struggles, let's be honest, I love you, Chris Owens, but after last year's struggles at the right tackle position, he tried hard. you got to give him uh, two claps for trying hard, but he was physically outmatched in, a speed, it, it, in foot speed and in power. Um, Alabama really trying to rectify that area, uh, th- this recruiting class, really going after Francis Moigoa, Caden Proctor, Samson Okanlola, Wilkin Formby, and Elias Lennon. If you haven't heard about Elias Lennon, uh, he's crystal ball to Alabama, according to 24-7 Sports. Our guy Ryan Fowler had him on last Monday for an interview after his um, after his recruit after his official visit, and we wrote about that on Tide109.com. So a couple of different articles about the number one European prospect in the in in, in the world in the world. Mason, how, what, how do you think you determine that? I am number the number one European prospect. Do you think that's a self-given title? I mean, who's gonna who's gonna challenge him? I'm not challenging him. Wouldn't S- be me. Six foot six, three fifteen. I'm not challenging him for anything. 
I mean, maybe the only thing I'm challenging him is, 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 is uh, you know, running the mile. I, I bet you I can run a mile faster than him. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I have the utmost confidence that I could not. What do you think the, the mile time is for six foot six Elias Olenin? I bet it's a lot faster than we're thinking it is. Really? Uh, I, bet, I, I, bet, I bet Olaus can move. Not, you know, faster than, than eight minutes? Faster than nine minutes? Because that's about where I'm coming in at, between eight and nine me. minutes. It wouldn't surprise me. I bet, I bet, he, I bet he's conditioned. I, I, bet. I bet he's conditioned as well. But uh, That's a lot of weight to be moving, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm not challenging him in a 10-yard sprint, though. No way. I'm not challenging him in any, in any sort of other physical, like, okay, maybe make it a two-mile race, and I, and, I might, and I might be able to get him. But just the impressive uh, attention that Nick Saban has given to, de- given to the tackle class, uh, th- this 2023 class, you, Alabama in on Francis Moigoa, in on Caden Proctor, Proctor, in on Samson Okunlola, in on Wilkin Formby, and in on Elias Lennon. Now, does that mean they're going to get them all? No. Let's be honest with, these, with ourselves. Uh, these, these guys probably won't all end up in Tuscaloosa. But you're going to get, let's see, I, I listed off what, five? I listed off five. You're probably going to get two. You probably are, are, are looking pretty good to get two of these guys. If, and if you get Elias Lennon, that's one, and you take one of these top three guys, Caden Proctor, Oaken Lola, or Francis Moigoa, you're feeling really good. Now, you want Wilkin Formby tonight. You absolutely want him tonight. You're not turning down somebody who's grown up in Tuscaloosa, who's been playing ball in Tuscaloosa, and who is cons- like He's not getting a scholarship just because of who his parents are. We all know he comes from the Taco Casa family, but this ain't one of those situations where where <laughs> the, the family might be given to given to the to the uh, program, given to the school. No, no, this is not one of these situations. This guy is worth every bit of an Alabama Crimson Tide scholarship. Wilkin Formby. So keep it locked into Tide 109 tonight, and keep it locked into. Uh, I guess we'll have it on our Facebook page. Our man Jr. Moore will be out at Northridge High School live streaming the commitment, so you can find that on Tide 109's uh, Facebook page and on the Twitter page. If you haven't given the Twitter page or Facebook page follow you know we got about 30 some thousand followers on facebook about 14,000 followers on twitter we'd love to have you follow us because that's where we're posting all our articles anytime anything happens with the shows any 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 big guests all that happens on our on our on our twitter page and then the facebook page is a great place for all the articles and you can keep you can interact with all the alabama fans in the comments commenting on all these articles giving their opinions on these guys I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to like okay gun to your head Wilkin Formby old Mister Alabama. That's what I was just going to go to you. I, it's really hard to make the decision. I think uh, my gut wants to tell me he's going to the local kid's going to pick this. You know he's going to pick Alabama. He's going to stay at home. He's going to stay close. But you know the the one conversation that I've had with him back in April when he announced his final five when he announced his final five schools, which has since been trimmed to an even smaller list uh, that cut Auburn off of it. And, you know. Uh, Roll tied to that, I guess. But I, he just seemed really, really impressed with what Ole Miss and what Lane Kiffin has done over there. He, it seemed like, you know, he just spoke very, very highly of the facilities over there, very highly of, of what they do with their offense and kind of what he wants to do as a as a tackle, kind of coming into his own as a college player. It would not. Lane train coming in yeah, hot. I really, uh, I, I think I'm going to go. I think, I think I'm going to go towards Ole Miss. I hate it. I don't want to disappoint our fans and disappoint our, uh, disappoint the local folks, but. If you're holding a gun to my head right now and i got to make a decision, I think I'm going Ole Miss as well. Now, good thing for you and I, Mason. Doesn't matter if we're wrong. Nobody's shooting us in the head. Roll Tide! I'm hoping that he he, uh, signs with Alabama. Love to uh, cover the local guys right here. I mean, love to not really go out of of our way to cover them. We love love Brian Robinson uh, for the last handful of years with the Crimson Tide, so we'll see what Wilkin Formby does tonight. Now, 
Samson Okanlola, Pancake Hancho. I just put out an article on Title 109 about his visit. Just a little, like, just a couple of, like, tidbits from, from his visit. You can find him uh, with his host, Tyler Booker. Tyler Booker and, and him, you know, obviously hamming it up during the photo shoot session. And I'm not, like, a big photo shoot guy, but I promise you, if I was a big-time recruit, the way that these guys are getting presented and framed on social media, you bet your ass I'm, I'm going to take my time making the poses, posing in the Alabama uniform. You, you've seen a couple guys with those, with that chain, with that Alabama A chain, the chain. You've seen guys with the national championship, uh, the, the CFP trophy. Obviously, some of the guys have, have been wearing the rings that, that they've won. I would be hamming it up so hard. In front of the camera, whether I'm coming to Alabama or not, like I think that those pictures are so cool. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. I, 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 there's no other way for me to put it. Like those pictures are just cool as hell, man. Like if you, oh yeah, I would kill to be able to just go in there and have my damn picture taken <laughs> like that. Like it's so cool for these kids to get there and have these experiences. Uh, you know, something that a recruit, you know, 15, 20 years didn't just didn't do things like this. Of and, course. You know, now it's very cool to see these kids. And, you know, we talk about Pancake Honcho. He's already got his brand. He's got his He's got his, his image. You know, he, he knows where he wants to go. It's just very cool to see these kids do things like this now. And I'm very excited to see kind of the way where recruiting is going. So the guy's nicknamed himself or someone else. I mean, you, you never really give your own self the, a nickname that sticks. Somebody, I, I imagine this is an offensive line coach from his freshman year, something like that, has given him Pancake Honcho is, is his nickname. And for those who are uninitiated, Pancake Blocks, very good for, for offensive linemen. Drive your opponent to the, to, to the ground, Pancake them. We love that for offensive linemen. He's also a state championship wrestler. Uh, he's got some clips on his Twitter of him throwing around guys at the heavyweight division up in uh, New England. Yummy. Oh, yes, yummy. Use that as much as you want. I think that it's I, I, like an era of NIL for a guy to already have some sort of a brand, some sort of a you know, moniker. You know, we talk about, we've heard people, uh, they shouldn't get money before they perform, this, that, and the other. That's, that, that can be your opinion. It's not mine, but that can be your opinion. But I, I, I present to you a guy like like Samson Okanloa, a guy like Javon Quinterly with his Jelly, uh, jelly Factory, I, I, these guys who are developing brands at, at, for, as a high school player, um, really, really gonna gonna capitalize big. Now, we when we talk offensive lineman, he don't look like he's got a bunch of ha- a pancakes under under his belly. He looks like Evan Neal did at his combine clip. He, I mean, he is cut up uh, to the nth degree. This this looks like a guy that is honestly he's standing in front of the club, letting people in and out. And he, you are not messing with him at all. Whatever he says goes. <laughs> Can I get in, sir? No. All right. Thank you very much. You know when like offensive linemen retire and then they get really jacked. Sure, up, this is what that's what he looks like currently. Already, yes, a hundred percent. So he's going to be ready to take on pretty much the new style of college football, the fast pace, offensive pace, running up and down the field, uh, RPO style. He looks like he's carved out of granite. Who was it that carved David? Michelangelo carved David? Well, God carved Samson Okanloa, and he's obviously done a lot of work to his body already as a high schooler. And Matt Ray, uh, <laughs> I, I think, uh, was it Ray or Baloo who left? 
One of them. One of them left. It was uh, Doctor Baloo. Doctor Baloo left. Yes, Matt Ray. You you were going to have a specimen here uh, to to continue to work on, and he looks incredible. I mean, I'm just going down and looking at the top tackles in next year's class. They all I mean, look like it. Six seven three thirty. Six five three thirty. Six five three oh five. Six five two seven. Like, I mean, these are just. I, it, it blows my mind that these kids are in high school. I mean, no hate on Elias Lennon. Absolutely none. Don't hear it that way. But he looks like your traditional tackle with a little bit of belly on him. I mean, I think he's probably going to be a great player. But these these tackles that are in the top rank in the uh, of, of the recruiting rankings, they all look like they're tight. They, they look like supersized tight ends. That's what they look like to me. They look like supersized tight ends. They look like power forwards <laughs> who are ready to go play in the NBA and yam on somebody. Oh, my gosh. So one, just another couple tidbits about uh, Samson Okunlola. In one of his videos with, with Tyler Booker, uh, you can hear Tyler Booker saying, uh, saying, we don't have Lambos, we've, but we've got a lot of these. Now, Tyler, uh, Tyler Booker showing off the championship rings of Alabama. And we all need Lambos, short for Lamborghinis, uh, slang for Lamborghinis, the super nice car that I will never drive in my life. I would love to, but goodness gracious, I, I drive it in my dreams. Uh, I drive it on, what, is it, what was the racing game, Forza 2, Unleashed, probably like 10 years ago when I played on Xbox. Yeah, I drive those kinds of souped-up cars on those video games. But So he's, he's kind of hearkening back to LA, uh, Texas Longhorns running back Bijan Robinson signing a partnership with, with, with Lamborghini. And a couple of weeks ago, he took an official visit to Michigan State who put out in their photo shoot, their, their photo shoot, they, they rolled out a bunch of nice cars, and one of them was a Lamborghini. Sounds like we need a Lamborghini dealership in Tuscaloosa. Well, I mean, Coach, uh, what, what, what's the conflict of interest between Coach Saban's Mercedes? Like, that, there's, like, is he allowed to roll in a nice Mercedes, or is that, or is that seen as some sort of violation? I've got no idea. You know, Mercedes is cool and all, but I mean, a it's Lamborghini. It's not Lambo. It's You're not right. It's not a Lamborghini. It's not Lambo. It's not Aston Martin. Like, do we do, do we have to go find something? Does Birmingham have luxury car, luxury sports cars uh, that, that we can kind of get get the hook up on? Have one of them drive down just to have roll it right on right into uh, Bryant Denny Stadium, put it right on the fifty yard line, let the boys t- take their photos in it. Now, this just speaks to Tyler Booker and speaks to the Alabama culture. Tyler Booker has has just enrolled here. He hasn't spent, he hasn't played. You know, he, he's an incoming freshman from IMG. He hasn't played football for the Tide yet. He's just been a part of the program on the practice scene. And he's already been hosting a lot of these tackles. Uh, we heard from Elias Lennon that he, that Tyler Booker was his official host. And by all accounts and by all looks from uh, Samson uh, Okunlola's visit, it seems like Tyler Booker was his, uh, yeah, Lambo dealer in Birmingham. Okay, we got to get it going. Thank you, Mason. We got to bring down, a, oh, no, no, uh, were, were you correcting me? <laughs> That would be Birmingham, England. Oh, like a fool. Birmingham, 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 <laughs> not Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, fail, producer fail from Mason Woods. That's okay. Birmingham. Uh, we do have a Birmingham Luxury Motors, however, who could have one in stock. All right, all right. Birmingham Luxury Motors. Let's see what you got that uh, Nick Saban can use. We've also got some nice exotic car rentals in Birmingham. We can get these kids anything they want. I, I'm about it. Let's do it. That's, that's perfect. Uh, so Tyler Booker really espousing. The Alabama philosophy, rings over Lambos. We, we're we here for championship rings, not flash and dash of these cars that Mel Tucker is using to recruit you. I mean, Mel Tucker, 
I mean, is right out of the Alabama tree, right out of the right out of the Nick Saban tree. We we remember him playing uh, defensive backs coach and and kind of co defensive coordinator for for a year or so. Uh, I remember Mel Tucker being a very, very terrible Chicago Bears defensive coordinator. So I already, ha- I kind of have like a sour taste in my mouth. Now he went to Georgia and hung out with Kirby Smart for a little bit, and then Colorado State or Colorado, Colorado, Colorado for a year, and then now he's at Michigan State as head coach. And good for him. He's had a, a resurgence since the since that failed time with the Chicago Bears. And you know, I still kind of hold some sour taste in my mouth. But he's had a resurgence. But but Mel Tucker, are you hooking your players up with Lamborghinis? Like they're not all going to be driving Lambos up in, up in East Lansing. I'm sorry. Like it, it, it is, it's a cool little recruiting ploy. Come take a picture with the Lambos and look good with this super nice car. It was like a Jeep looking car too that, that they had out there. Um, so several nice cars, but like, what's this really doing for you? What are you really selling here? Cause like, are you just going to give your, you know, practice player of the week, the Lambo for to, to, to drive around? Probably not. <laughs> like, like that sounds like an nio. That sounds like a violation. Like so, so, so. Tyler Booker espousing and hammering home at Alabama. It's about rings, baby. It's about rings, not Lambos. Uh, you can look at Evan Neal over the past year, getting drafted number three, seven, number seven to the to the New York Giants, uh, and making a lot of money, and winning rings, and accomplishing his goals as an offensive lineman. Samson Okunlola, I want you. Pancake Factory. Waysider, another broken egg. IHOP, uh, Wright's Restaurant. I mean, if you don't, if you haven't had a good breakfast, Wright's Restaurant. Oh my gosh, right there next to uh, next to Crescent Ridge Road. I'll take you as a sponsor any day of the week. That, that's a killer breakfast right there. City Cafe. Somebody that's got that's got that's big on pancakes needs to promise him an NIL deal. Obviously, you can't do it now. You can't do it now. That's illegal. We don't do illegal things here. But when he gets to, if he signs with the Crimson Tide. And enrolls with Alabama. I guess that'd be he'd probably be an early enrollee, spring of 2023, if he's on his game as he appears to be. <laughs> he appears to be on his p's and q's. Uh, so spring of 2023, let's have one of our local restaurant, local breakfast restaurants. Waysider, you can, you can go to take a picture in the Coach Bryant in the, at the Coach Bryant table, you know, and and have your pancakes, get your nil deal. I think that's what we need to do. Samson Oakland Lola. One of Alabama's biggest targets for the 20th class of 2023. We ran a little bit long right there. That's all good. Our phone lines are going to be open for the next half hour on Off the Edge at 205-342-9904. We'll chop it up with more Alabama football right after this on Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another hot one out there across here. not a tide good can be changing shortly, however. Partly cloudy this afternoon, tonight, and tomorrow. Hot high of 94 this afternoon. 69 overnight tonight, 95 degrees tomorrow. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 87 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Off the Edge on Tide 100.9.
Welcome back into Off the Edge right here on Side 100.9. Hanging out with you guys for another half an hour before we turn it over to the Jay Barker Show. Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter going to break down the weekend's action. Now it's with the Gary Harris Show the last two weeks and uh, something I left on the cutting room floor. I want to talk about Kyrie Willis. Kyrie Willis, Indianapolis Colts safety, recently abruptly retires. 26 years old. Kyrie Willis retires and announces that he is leaving football, uh, leaving football to pursue a career in the ministry, uh, which I find to be a, a pretty daggum strong move. Um, his quote, I have elected to officially retire from the NFL as I endeavor to devote the remainder of my life to the further advancement of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I thank all my family, friends, and those who have supported me on this journey thus far, and I look forward to your continued support through the next phase in my life. I am both humbled and excited to, to pursue the holy call of God that, that, that God has for my life, which brings me much joy and purpose. Now, Willis was drafted in the fourth round out of Michigan State. Oh, I didn't realize. The, back to the last segment, the little Michigan State action in, tw- in 2019. He thanked the Colts for granting me the opportunity to play, for the, play in the NFL for the last three years. And uh, I've built lifelong relationships with numerous teammates, coaches, and support staff that have in- impacted me greatly. The lessons that I've learned in, in uh, the lessons that I've learned in this phase of my life will be valuable for me in my next chapter. Now, Kyrie Willis was probably up for a new contract here pretty soon, and and, and so it just. <laughs> I mean, bravo, my man. You're, you're, you're convicted, and you, you think that this is the right move for you. You're walking away from the chance to basically get an, a big contract. Most 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 players' large contracts come right there at their second contract after their rookie after their rookie deal runs up, which Kyrie Willis would have been looking at his final year of uh, of his rookie deal this this season. And Willis has been a fine player for the Colts. Uh, let's, let's look up his stats. Kyrie, Kyrie Willis. Let's let's see his, his little statistics here um, for under Pro Football re- Reference. Kyrie Willis has a career ta- two, 219 career tackles over three years. He's got four interceptions, one defensive touchdown. He's defended 11 official passes, forced to forced to fumble, had a fumble recovery. Um, been been kind of all over the field. Played in 39 games for the Indianapolis Colts, and the Indianapolis Colts have had an underrated defense over the last couple of years, really keeping them um, in games as they've had a lot of quarterback carousel going on. Philip Rivers, Andrew Luck, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Who was last year? Who was last year? Carson Wentz. Oh my gosh! Beautiful. Yes, Carson Wentz, and this year, uh, Matt Ryan. So. Pretty bold move for Kyrie Willis to leave the NFL and head into the ministry. I think that, uh, you know, if you were convicted, what's up, Hardy? Hardy Graham rolling into the studio, getting ready to rock it. What, 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 you, what you wearing today? What's the, what's the, what's the shirt you wearing today? It's a Quail Creek Golf Club shirt. Okay. All right. We, we love some golf here on Off the Edge. Actually, Jacob, not a big golf guy, but it's my time right now, so who cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're talking about Kyrie Willis uh, recently re- abruptly re- chooses to retire. Now, we've seen abrupt retirements in, in the NFL pro- probably been more more trendy over the last five to ten years, especially with the onset uh, with, with the more information about CTE and head injuries and the dangers of football. 
But Kyrie Willis, I wish you all of the best and all the all the kinds of success as you uh, leave the NFL. Ideally, you know, we'd like to hope that that, that he's been smart with his money uh, for his three year contract, and maybe hopefully he can use that as a little seed money for his ministry and uh, further the cause of Christ. I think that's really awesome. We a couple weeks ago when I was talking about Pride Month in sports. Uh, we had the, uh, the we talked about the Tampa Bay Rays cutting off the a handful of them not not all of them I don't want to say that a handful of them cutting off the uh, pride patch on their uniform and our man Tom called in and said if they feel that strongly they need to leave, leave the game and and kind of fo- follow their convictions and Kyrie Willis not not stepping in controversy with any sort of Pride Month but you know doing what Tom said following his convictions and wanting to spread the cause of Christ. Yeah, I mean, I can really respect it. I think, like you said, this has kind of been – we've seen this trend the last few years of guys, you know, maybe calling their careers when they still have a lot left in the tank to play because they just – you know, either they feel like they're, it's not worth it to play anymore, they don't want to get injured. But, you know, for this guy, I mean, he has his convictions, like you said. And I, I can really respect that. I think it's really cool to see someone, you know, step away from something that, you know, as an outsider, someone who's not in the NFL, you know, I think that for most of these guys, you know, from my perspective, it seems like, oh, these guys are living the dream. Right. You know? But that's not the case for a lot of guys. Some of the guys, they just happen to be good at football, and they found their ways to where they were, or where they are now. And, you know, maybe that was the case with Kyra Williams. Or Kyra Williams. Like, I don't know. I think it's really cool, and it's a really respectable decision to make. And I, I'm, I fully support it, not only as a Titans fan, no longer seeing him on the field <laughs> facing off against me, but also I think it's just I'm glad to see a guy be happy. Yeah, go, go, go make the best boost for your career. Uh, and I would encourage even even our listeners to do the same. I mean, obviously, we all have to go make a living, and I, I think it's very very important to go to work and be a hard worker. Um, but but really, if you find yourself in a position where you're not very happy, or you you think that you could be better served doing other jobs or, or working in different fields, you do that. I think it's great. I mean, for what he wants to do, you know, going into that field, like he's coming from a pretty good spot. You know, he's got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Probably being in the NFL, he's probably going to have a lot of impact on a lot of young kids and stuff. Got a great platform to use. Uh, a lot of people can, you know, people might listen to me about Christ, but they're going to listen to Martin Houston a lot more based on based on his platform and, and kind of his brand that he's created uh, for himself. And and that's why I kind of let let him kind of handle that in the mornings and and on Sundays. So. Uh, big big, uh, big fan of Kyrie Willis, and we'll see kind of how his ministry and next phase of life unfolds for him. Mason, I think we're up against a break. When we come back, I want to talk about Caleb Downs. We talked tackles in the first little bit. Let's talk safeties in the next. Kyrie Willis safety. We'll keep it rolling with Caleb Downs, a big-time prospect from the University of from Georgia, not from the University of anywhere yet. We'll find out where he wants to go play. Caleb Downs talk coming up next here on Off the Edge right here on Tide 100.9. Holy cannoli. This is crazy. Holy cannoli. Leave it. I knew it was a possibility. Do it. Follow Off the Edge on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for live streams and instant analysis. Off the Edge with Jacob Harrison continues. Doses, really, really good, really good. Obviously, a great, great Super Bowl halftime a handful of years ago. 
if they really want to have a good show, they need to get both of these guys, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars, as Silk Sonic to do a halftime show. Okay. That would be Chef's Kiss. All right, all right, I'm down with that. What else is Chef's Kiss, Mason? Movies in the Park on Saturdays. Last week we showed American classic, The Wizard of Oz. And we still got three more weeks, three more weeks of movies in the park at Government Plaza this Saturday, 8 o'clock. Uh, we'll have our next showing. Come down there, see a free movie, hang out with hang out with your family, free, free, free. Bring bring your picnic, t- t- uh, bring your picnic t- blanket, your, your your lawn chairs. Watch this. Free, I think it's like a thirty foot screen is what they is what they've been advertising. This week's movie, Mason, another American classic, Old Yeller. If you haven't seen it, you need to. It it, it is like. It's like one of those rite of passages movies that you have to sit. Mason, have you seen it? Okay. We're... I have been traumatized by no, it. No, 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 no. Uh, Hardy, have you seen Old Yeller? Okay, good, good, good. That's two for two. Uh, we're three for three. May, we'll, we'll have to ask Kendall on, on Wednesday if he's seen Old Yeller. Oh for one on, on Wizard of Oz. I can't believe that. I'd be willing to bet Kendall has not seen Old Yeller. No, either. yes. I'd, play, I'd, I'd place my $5 on Kendall not seeing Old Yeller. Um Oh, y'all are hanging out this Saturday, 8 o'clock in Government Plaza as we continue our our movies in the park. We're presented by Pepsi, First Baptist Church in, in, in Tuscaloosa. So big thanks to everybody all, everybody hanging out and coming. I think we had a pretty good crowd. Uh, nice little event on Saturday to, to, to kind of wind down the week, hanging out with family. You, you can find that uh, this Saturday at Government Plaza. So we t- we talked about tackles in the first little bit. Uh, Hardy, did you, have you seen this tackle class before we get into the safety class? The tackles in this class are all grown men. They're, they they are all the, the top end tackles are all future first round picks. Six seven two three thirty. Six seven two fifteen. Three fifteen. I mean, there's one tackle in the top ten that's under six five, and he's six four. Right, and so Alabama is gonna is gonna scoop a couple of these guys. And Ty Simpson and Jalen Milrow are going to be very, very happy. And I guess Eli Holstein and potentially Arch Manning and whoever else that they get to play quarterback is going to be very, very happy with some of these tackles. Now, unfortunately for Alabama fans, all right, I'm taking a quick pivot, Mason. I was talk, I was going to talk Caleb Downs, but I'm taking a quick pivot. Unfortunately for Alabama fans, for those who want to play with our man Bryce Young on future NCAA football games, NCAA football 2020 uh, is, you know, we all remember, what was the last edition? 2014 was the last edition with RG3 with on the RG3. cover. Oh, yeah. And he, he was awesome. That was a great time. It made by EA Sports, our friends at EA Sports. God, what a terrible company. Awful, awful company, EA Sports. But uh, with name, image, and likeness being b- becoming a thing again, uh, we're going to we see. A, we got a bit of a correction from Hardy on our NCAA football knowledge. We were wrong. It was, uh, it was Denard Robinson that graced the last cover of the game. NCAA 14, 13 was for RG3. No. No, no, no. Is it? Okay. All right. Fail. The only cover that I care about was 2009 with Mark Ingram. That's the only cover that matters. So, yeah, this is crazy. This is like blowing my mind. I, we were wrong. I, <laughs> the guy, they played a running back at quarterback. Who cares about that Shoelaces. Guy? He was terrible. He was awesome. No, he, was, he was not good. He was electric. Okay. Everything, every time that man touched the ball, he could go for 60. But he touched it like 100 times a game. So, like, it was. That's okay. He was, he was terrible. He was electrifying. Absolutely worthless at quarterback. He's a good college quarterback. Good college quarterback? Mediocre at best. 
He was a gadget player who played Wildcat quarterback. Worked pretty well. It worked pretty well. Look up their record. Look at Brady Hoke's record. Hey, wins aren't a QB stat. We go through this very frequently on these airwaves. Uh, you're right about that. I'm on your I'm on your side about that. But they were not good. They were not that good. So uh, you're looking to play with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Unfortunately, not going to have a game out uh, this this summer. NIL still kind of being early in its stages. EA Sports really got burned the, uh, over over uh, over their video game in, in 2014, 2013. Really got burned. What was that? Forty million dollar settlement or something like that? They, they had a huge settlement that they. I mean, now the players basically got pennies for it because it was spread out across all <laughs> spread out across college football, but. We're going to have a new video game probably, hopefully, in next summer. Next summer, it's just, uh, it'll be it'll be NCAA football 2023 or 24, whatever whatever they they rank it, whatever they moniker it as. But uh, imagine this: Jalen Milrow as your starting quarterback for the Alabama Crimson Tide on NCAA 2023. Can you like? Obviously, it sucks. We're not going to play with Bryce Young, and it sucks. You're not going to get to play with Will Anderson, obviously, because they you got to make them 99s and. They're going to be disgusting. But Jalen Milrow, with his 99 speed, just destroy Because he's like the fastest player on the team. Whether you know it or not, he's at least in the top three as far as speed on the, on the team. He's going to be insanity to play with him. You're going to have... You know Emmanuel Henderson. You're gonna you're gonna have a lot of great players. I mean, you mentioned the speed from Milrow, but let's also not forget that he'll have 99 throw power as well. Oh. He's got a cannon. Just run on down there. You know Tyreek Hill down there somewhere. <laughs> it'll be it'll be who, who's one of our young receivers? We got JoJo it, Earl, it, Christian Leary, yes. any of those guys. <laughs> it'll be Shaz Preston down there somewhere. <laughs> oh man, and it'll be it'll be even better because you're not gonna have to go find some pirated roster with all the names on it. Ideally, EA Sports will have will have Jaywin Milrow right there on, on the name. Quarter, quarter, what, uh, I mean, and if you want to be if you want to play Ty Simpson, I don't understand what you're doing because it, it, for video game purposes, I mean Ty, Ty's going to be a great quarterback, and, and I and I really like what I've seen out of him in, in limited limited action, uh, one a day appearance. Uh, I really like what I saw out of him. But it, for a video game, if we're playing, if we're just playing video games and talking about how you play a video game, you play the the speedy quarterback. You drop back, you make people miss, and you you make because uh, you know we all remember what it was like playing with Mike. Uh, was it Madden 04, 05? Indefensible. Like Indefensible. You, you couldn't do anything with it. You run zone defense. He runs all around you. Or you, run, you run a blitz. He runs all around Like it, he He's going to be like that. It's going to be Jalen Milrow. And like with all the Alabama weapons that Alabama has, Jalen Milrow is going to be the cheat code. Obviously, Bryce Young, I, I'm sad to not be able to play with him. I'm sad I'm not going to be able to play with Will. An- I mean, Will Anderson coming off the edge. We'll get the, we'll get the legacy teams. They'll, they'll put, you know, this team's going to go win a title, and there'll be a legacy team in the game. Let me ask you this, talking about legacy teams. Stack this team up against 2020. I mean, 2020's team blew out everybody. Now, people will say, what about Ole Miss? That was a close game. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, yes, it might have been close on the scoreboard, but Alabama was pretty much in control the entire game. Alabama didn't have a single threat in 2020 thanks to the unstoppable offense that they had. Now, the defense was hanging on a couple of different times. I think back to Ole Miss in Florida, the, the SEC championship games, they had a couple bad showings. But offensively speaking and as a whole, 2020's team whooped everybody's ass. 
This team, 2021, or 2022, excuse me, 2022, where 2021 is, is to put to bed. 2022, Bryce Young at the helm, the defense, I, I, I think they're going to be uh, amazing. It's going to be Coach Saban's best team ever. I've got to see it out of the offensive line first. i got to see it. I'm not sold. Why? I'm just not 100% sold yet because you look back to that 2020 team, that was one of the best offensive lines in college football history. And I'm just not sure that they. I'm not sure that these, this group is Joe Moore award-winning offensive line. They You're very right. well could do that, and I think they all have. I think they, you know, they certainly could. I think they all have the the level of you know they all have the ability to be that that offensive line. But, just, but Bryce Young wins a Heisman Trophy behind a broken offensive line. Like you only need five percent improvement. You don't really need a lot of improvement. Uh, and I love Brian Robinson, but I think we're going to have a lot more dangerous running backs with J- Jameer Gibbs and. Just the weapons as a whole. I think comparing the receiving core, this year's team takes a little bit of a hit compared to that 2020 team also, though. Given sure, you know, Jalen Waddle got hurt. Devontae like, Smith, Heisman Trophy Waddle. winner. Yeah, but J- Jalen Waddle only played like two or three games, and it was Devontae Smith or Slade bleeping Bolden. Come on now. Come on. All you Ravens fans hoping for Slade Bolden, I got some news for you. That guy's a practice squad player. Hey, he's going he's gonna to be on the team this year. Ravens have no other options. Yeah, he's going to be on the team on the practice squad. He's going to be Gunner. He's going to be on the kickoff team. He's going to... He'll be catching slants from Lamar in week one. Oh, my God. Lamar's going to be throwing him death balls over the middle. <laughs> he's going to be He's going to be over there. But Slade will catch him. He'll catch two or three. I'm serious. Now, and, and good for him. Good on him. He, he will catch two or three, but it'll be death balls over the middle from Lamar Jackson. He'll average about three yards of reception. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're winding it down on off the edge. I really do think 2022... With the defense, like, because Mason and I talked, we're talking about it. You heard about it a little bit with Kendall Hollowell on, on Inside the Locker Room. We'll get into it more on Wednesday with him. How the hell do you call offense against the defense, against this defense? Like, how? There is no, there's no strategy. Like, and I, and I pride myself on being a creative kind of, you know, think outside the box. There's no strategy that I can come up with that would, that would get after this defense. I'm really looking forward to this year. I think it might be Coach Saban's best season ever. That's going to do it for Off the Edge. Thanks to Mason Woods. Thank you, the listener, for tuning in. We've got the Jay Barker Show with Matt Coulter and Lars Anderson coming up next. Stay with us all day. Ryan Fowler, 2-6, to tied tonight. And then we're going to have it with Chuck Oliver. All the way up till 9 o'clock. This is Tide 100.9 right here on the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9. Happy June. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another hot one out there across here this afternoon. At least today, not as high as it could be. That's going to be changing shortly, however. Partly cloudy this afternoon, tonight, and tomorrow. Hot high of 94 this afternoon. 69 overnight tonight, 95 degrees tomorrow. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 87 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Thank you for listening.